Good morning again, everyone. I'm Agnes Drew, and this is Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Today is day 145 since we came back on the air. We're running a little low on gas, so Max and Dr. Clark have gone out to try to scrounge some up. If you have any and find hope in this broadcast, we sure could use some. In the meantime, this seems like a good time to update everybody on what's going on with Mercutio, my cat that I'm still hiding from the others. We've gotten into a little routine. I've been getting up extra early to clean out the cat litter, which I take outside to dispose of, and feed him. There's almost always a time when Max and Dr. Clark both have to go out for some reason, and I take those opportunities to play with them, although that's always nerve-wracking because sometimes I don't know when they'll be back. But he's so cute. I feel bad leaving him cooped up in that closet, especially since there's no good way for me to get light in there. I've given him some soft blankets, and he seems content to cuddle up and sleep most of the time, although sometimes I hear him scratching at the door, and I get really afraid that they're going to find him. I have to confess, I'm getting to a point where I don't really want to do this anymore. Not because I don't love him, but because I don't feel like it's fair to him. Or to me, really. This is easily the most stressful thing I've had to do apart from day-to-day survival that we all had to do in the early days. That's become almost routine at this point. Although sometimes when the supplies get low and we have to ration for a few days, that can get difficult. But nothing compared to this. The last secret I kept, charging my phone on the generator, was something I did maybe twice a week or so, depending on how many times I listened to the voicemail that was on it. This is something I have to do every day. Every day I have to be responsible for this little life and at the same time act like everything is normal. So there's the selfish part of me that wants to be able to keep Mercutio out where everybody knows about him, But I don't know how to get to that goal, so I have to keep him cooped up. But there's also the part of me that knows this would be a valuable addition to all of our lives. There's just something comforting about knowing I have a companion that isn't going to question me about anything. And it doesn't hurt that he's a little fluffy little ball of pure cuteness. He's reminding me of all the cats from my childhood, both the ones my parents had and the ones I would visit when I would go see my friends. One friend of mine had a cat named Pixie who had had been a stray, but she bonded with him as if they'd been made for each other. She had a temper and didn't like to be held, although she did like to cuddle, and when she was happy, she would drool all over his shirt. She was also a bit of an escape artist, always finding new ways to turn herself back into an outdoor cat, even though he was trying to make her an indoor cat. And there was my other friend and his cat, Cinnamon, who would jump from the floor into your arms. And if you coaxed her up and promised to catch her, and then once she was up there, she would suckle on your earlobe. It felt weird, but it was also kind of comforting in a way. And there were so many others. Tracy, Katie, Sage, Checkers, Silver, 
sassy, Cole, Phoebe, Smokey, Sesame, and all of them had their own personalities. All of them were distinct cats of their very own. And those are just the cats. Dogs are also distinct individuals. It's no wonder we treat them like members of the family. They are. They're just like any other family member. They just communicate a little differently and have different habits. They even have jobs. They just don't always work outside the home, as they say. That's why it's going to be so hard if I have to say goodbye to Mercutio. I haven't brought the subject up with Max or Dr. Clark lately, but I don't think they've changed their minds about anything. They probably aren't even thinking about it, honestly. To them, this is a decision that got made, and now they're on to the next thing. The next problem, the next opportunity, the next day of survival. But I made a different decision, and now I have to live with those consequences. I can keep him a secret a little longer and feel guilty about making him grow up in an area where he can't really be the cat he should be. I can reveal him to the others and see what happens. Or I can give up and quietly let him back outside. He was old enough when I found him that his mother taught him to hunt. He'd been fully weaned. He'd be okay. But would I be? And every day that I don't make that decision is a day that I make a different kind of decision by not deciding. I'm sorry, listeners. I've gotten really rambly on this broadcast. I'll wrap it up and we'll try to do better tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this is Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.